If what you're saying about the Lord Mistborn Steward is true, that he's stopping you from recruiting any talent for the new cities, then I guess I could understand up to a point you might go to some desperate measures. But you kidnapped me, stole my research, and left my family behind. How am I supposed to come and work for you in good faith when you won't even let me make that decision for myself? You might have talked to me after you came into my home and grabbed me, but no. You just grabbed me, grabbed my research, and left. And now you expect me to just go along with this all fine? You've made a generous offer, but... Last time on Lost Legends of Scadriel. They're up there. We should uh, get there in the middle of the night, and that's probably our best time to surprise them. And then I do the magic show? I think that we might have to postpone your magic show. Merida, why don't you scope it out first, and then we'll get a plan for our attack. You pinpoint exactly where everybody is in the camp. You notice that there's one archer who is uh, standing guard towards the river, and then there is another person. He has a dueling cane, and he's staring out, looking kind of nervous because of the mists, in the direction that you guys are. Other than that, there are three people armed with brass knuckles sitting around the fire, and then there's another person who doesn't appear to have any weapons at all, who is sitting in between two of them. Tony can be of a great help by rioting them so that they don't think about what's happening. They just react. This is the best plan I've heard all night. Let's do that. Yeah. Why don't you go out there? You start beating their faces in and Tony will start getting them all amped up. In the meantime, I'll slip between the lines, get that metallurgist in and out, lickety split. Like as soon as he knows that Tajmil's in position with Merida kind of like guiding him, he's going to walk up to the nervous guy. And say, Hello there, sir. Do you have a bit of fireside to spare for a stranger? Tony immediately starts rioting anger and then runs full on at the guy screaming, Hello, and welcome back to the Lost Legends of Scadriel Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I'm your host and narrator, Trevor. You can find me on the 17th Shard Forums as Fifth of Daybreak, and with me we have the rest of the Lost Legends of Scadriel. Hi, I'm John. I go by Clovermite on the 17th Shard forums, and my character is Tony Darkomancy. I'm David, and I play Lord Falcombe. My name is Brian, and my character's name is Tajmil. My name's Kelly, and I play Merida. Alright, let's start the battle off. For Kelly's three sixes, I'm going to say that you all get one surprise round on these guys, since you know exactly where they're at. And so you're going to get to do one uh, one beat of actions each before they're able to respond. So how far did we know the archer to be? He's probably about 70 to 80 feet away from this first guy. They're both about 40 feet from the fire. Okay, so he's like on the opposite side of the camp from the Not on the, the opposite side. Dude. I'm hiding, and I'm, I'm going to sneak around. I'm going to flank and go. Well, 
Ta- uh, Tony's going to declare first, and then you guys have to decide between your other three who's going next. Okay, I, I want to go next. If 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 Tony's going to start the big thing, I, I would like to get in position literally at the moment when they're charging in and immediately snatch this person and, and back out. Or do they stay? They're all surprised for the first round. Okay, so then does this present any opportunity that I could do a dual coin shot to the ones, the the people on the sides of this individual and then grab the... Uh... Well, Tony gets to declare first. Well, Tony is going to riot the anger. And is that all I can do? Because he's... I wanted him to be charging forward, screaming. Give me a rioting roll before we start. Pair fours. Everybody except for the nervous-looking guy looks like they're getting angry. Alright, so that was Tony's turn? Well, no, we'll say that was before combat started. Tony is, is running straight at nervous guy to hit him with the dueling cane. Okay. And then Tajmil, what did you want to do? I wanted to see if I can snake around and go in this direction here, and then to simultaneously throw coin shots at these individuals while grabbing this person and making my egress back. Okay, so you're just getting into position? No, I I actually want to go, like, as Tony is running towards the first guy at the minute that it hits off, I want to, while he's doing that, have been going in this direction, and so that I can simultaneously hit the guys that are on the side. Okay, so you're going to shoot coins with your shotgun blast these three guys. Yes. At three of them, or can I just do two if the one, like, does he react at all? The one, because I see a group of three. Yeah, there's three three goons that have brass knuckles. All right, then I'm going to take them all out, yeah. Okay, and then who's declaring next? I th- I think Falcom as soon as like uh Tony decides to go full Leroy Jenkins he's he's just going to be waiting to see how this all plays out so I think he would go last. All right, Merida, what's your action? Well, I don't really know what I can do if Tajmil's just going to grab the guy and also shotgun these people. So you're just kind of hanging back to see what that goes on? Well, I mean, there's not much else I can do. I don't have physique or anything really. You do have dueling cane. Does that add the dice? I forget. It doesn't, but it adds damage. Well, what would Merida do? Well, if Tajmil didn't grab the guy, she'd grab the guy and disappear into the mist because she can see. So do you want to um, go with Tony and be ready to grab him? Or not Tony, but Tajmil? Yeah, Merida, why don't you do that? You sneak with me through the shadows and we're both in position so that when I shotgun, you can like simultaneously at the same moment in time grab the person, and begin making, like, a rapid egress. Okay. So it's like a poof, like a real ambush. Then that leaves Falcom. What is it that you want to do this action? He's gonna take out a vile metal, slog that, and he's just going to start running for the archer as fast as he possibly can. He might try and knock the nervous dude off balance if he's in the way. You gotta choose one or the other. Okay, then I'd just run straight towards Archer, boy. So that's not going to get you any dice. Uh, Tony, you're going to get three dice for your action. And Tajmil, you're going to get five dice for your action. So Tajmil, you go first. Okay, so I, I, I just rolled in. I got a six 
a four, a three, a two, and a one. Oh, so you got no successes. Yeah. That really sucks. Yes, it does. Hey, wait a minute. Can I use my spirit to redo it? Uh, you absolutely can. Hell yeah, let's redo it then. I feel like we need a sound effect for that. So you are making a last ditch effort. You can spend one spirit to retry any roll. Okay, so I spent one. I got five left. Awesome. All right, let's do this again. Come on. Okay, well, I got I got two ones, a five, a two, and a three. Oh, okay. If they're, they're surprised, they get to declare their actions first. They do get to make an action this round. So we're going to say that the, the dude, the, the nervous dude is going to try and attack Tony. The three guys there are just going to do active defense and the archer is going to start running towards where Tony was yelling. But they all get to, they all have to declare first. I misread that surprise, but we'll also give them uh negative two die dice for the three successes that Merida got. That's how I'll respond to that. Or no, let's give everybody extra two dice. That that seems like better, since everybody's well prepared. So, uh, so I have to re-roll? Yeah, get, roll another two dice, and then if you get a- Wait, do I- hold, whoa, 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 then do I get rid of my spirit? Uh, if you get, if you roll, um, uh, in a- well- like Yeah, of if yeah go ahead and roll an extra two dice. You got a six, a four, a three, a two, and a one, right? Yeah, okay, so yeah. roll two more. Yeah, roll two more. Because if you get two sixes... I got a three and a two. Okay, so we'll go ahead and keep that for you. Um, those guys have active defense die rolling. Oh, boy. All right, one of them manages to dodge out of the way. Um, the second one does as well. Oh, no. Uh, as does the third one. So they're all kind of ready for something to happen. And as they hear, like, the this tinkling of coins, they all dive for cover and your coins shoot over their heads. Okay, now can I uh, use the spirit then to, re- to re-roll? Yeah, but it will cost uh, two spirits two? instead of one. Okay. So I should have spent two in total, right? Yep, and roll seven okay. dice. Seven dice? Okay. Wait, I thought it was plus two. Yeah. Oh, wait, that is seven. Duh. Okay. Alright, I have two fives, two ones, and a four, and then uh, a six and a two. So you got two fives and a nudge? Yep. Okay, two of them are going to take uh, take some damage. That's going to bring us to the guy who's going to swing at Tony. And then, Tony, how much do you want to defend with? Tony is going all in on this charge, so none. Okay, you're going to take three points of physical damage. So Ow. what's this guy have for weapons? Uh, dueling cane. Do I lose dice for that? I forget how that works. No, since you didn't use any to defend. Next off in the order. It'll be Merida. Let's make you do a wits roll without your... 10 bonus to try and sneak in there and pull him out. Okay. I got two fours. Okay, yeah, so you, like, grab his hand and dart back out, uh, back in towards the mists. Great. Let's go into the next round. Uh, Tony, Uh, you're going to declare first. If, If the archer guy was running towards me, and I knew that, like, 
is there any way I could do anything to him, or would I not get to where he's at by next round? You you guys are going to kind of meet in the middle. Okay. Wait, we're starting the next round? Oh, what yeah, I'm sorry, to Tony. Tony I forgot that you didn't have many die. So uh, you have a roll of five with the two extra dice, which I should have given to Merida, too, but she did just fine without it. Hell yeah. All right, rolling. Nothing, just a nudge. All right, yeah, so you, you kind of swing at him, and he brings his dueling cane up and blocks it, and, like, with the force that he puts into the blocking of it, you just kind of feel your arm shake. Oh, and I forgot I, what I wanted to say while he's, like, swinging after he's screaming. I am the terror that smashes in the night. <laughs> Somewhere, Sonichu cries for not being able to peck. <laughs> All right, so we'll go into the next round. Uh, Tony, you get to declare first. Tony is going to smash him again. Uh, how does this work with the the rioting? Has the rioting worn off? Would I need to renew that? The rioting, I I just I'm not sure how it will help you guys if they're extra angry. You, well, you see what I'm saying? The point was the point was well, to I, do I a full on distraction, and so all the people are focused. And angry at the one point, so that they all abandon the metallurgist. Yeah. Okay. That that was what. Yeah, the we'll, we'll say the rioting is still going, but I'm just not sure that's going to give you any bonuses. Oh yeah, that's fine. I was just wondering if I needed to like spend my time to keep doing the rioting. No, I'd say that uh, the rioting is continuing. There's no reason to think that it's not, but it just won't give you any bonuses in this fight. Got it, Tony. Runs at him again to smack him with the cane. Everybody on the other side is going to declare next. So the three goons are going to... Let me roll their spirit again. Alright, so two of them, we'll say, are going to start running off towards where the distraction is taking place. One of them is going to charge at Tajmil and try and attack him. And the archer, having seen the uh, barreling Lord Falcone coming at him, He's going to try and pull his hatchet out and attack you with that. The uh, guy in front is going to swing at Tony again. You guys can decide on who of the other three go uh, declare next. I'm good with keeping it in the order we had. So Tajmil, then Merida, then Falcone. Okay, all right. Well, then I go, I go next. Yep. So the guy comes at me. Yeah, there's one guy coming at you. And he has brass knuckles. Yep. I would try to... Is he, like, full-on charging me like a raging bull? Pretty much. He, he wants to punch you in the face. Okay, I would stand in one place uh, right by the side of the head, out of the sight of one of the other people. Well, the other two are running towards where Tony is. Okay. That's their declared right. action. Is... And keep in mind, these brass knuckles are made out of brass. Metal. Oh. Yes. Then... I would wait for him to get close to me and swing, and I would push against him as they were coming towards me and arch it back into his own face. <laughs> okay. Merida, what do you want to do? I'm going to have the guy in my hand, and I'm going to like be a good distance away from like all the people, and I'm just going to start like screaming uh, not ominous stuff at them, like, you have trespassed on my territory and brought violence to it before moving on to a different area so they can't track the sound. 
Uh, we're going to say that you're going to build your dice pool out of maybe charm. So three? Yeah. Falcom, what do you want to do? Can I have the plus two that I didn't have last time? Sure. So he's he's pulling the hatchet, the archer dude is. Yeah, he's he's readying a hatchet swing at your face. Lord Falcom's just, he's going to barrel even faster, if that's at all possible, and come in just expecting to parry. He, he's not going to stop. Well, I mean, you can prepare a swing and then decide, like, I'm going to swing first and then... No, keep no, no, that's what I was saying. Is he's, like, still charging at the dude about to attack. Okay, so, like, dueling cane strike? Yeah. So the nervous guy and Lord Falcom both have ten dice in their pool, so they're going to go first. Uh, I'll give it to Falcom first. Wait, why do I have ten? Because my close quarters... Oh, I'm sorry, up. eight. So, yeah, he, yeah the, well, the nervous no. guy is going to go first. I'm sorry. Well, no, I, I was going to say, like... I was going to argue that I should get oh, extra yeah, dice because close quarters combat and because... So you, you do have 10 die. Okay. Well, wait. I, I think it's only 9 because close quarters combat only gives me the 1, doesn't it? My dueling cane just adds the damage, not to my dice pool. So he'll still get to go first. And I will set aside some dice for that. I'm going to block with 4 dice. Okay. And do I need to roll... Yep. A pair of twos and a nudge. Alright, so you can use that nudge to do some extra damage if you want. Yeah, like, narratively, he's going to, like, grab the axe and want... Like, I'm not going to get damaged, am I? Or do uh, I? Nope. Okay, so he's going to grab the axe in his hand and, like, swing it out of the way, and then with his dueling cane hand, he's just going to uppercut. Okay, so you're trying to, like, take one away from his attack dice, then? With, with your nudge, or do you want to just add extra damage? Uh, I want to take away one from his defense dice. Can I do that? Uh, he already rolled his defense dice. Wait, I thought he attacked first. No, no, he's going to be very lo- a lot lower in the order. He, he oh, rolled his three no, like, defense I, dice. Like, I, I completely misunderstood that, because I only rolled four dice for my... I thought I was defending, because I thought he... He declared earlier than I did. You declare early, and then whoever has the most dice in their pool acts first. Yeah, but then you said he had ten, and I only had No, nine. no, the, the guy swinging at Tony has ten. Oh, okay. He has six. Oh, okay. Or no, he only has five. Then I guess, like, I, I'm gonna move to, like, inca- can I incapacitate him somehow, like, with my nudge? No, because you'd have to take him down, like... Doing extra damage would be the closest you can come okay, to. Okay, then yeah. Then just dueling cane damage plus... Yeah, plus two damage. So you're going to do four damage to him. Okay. That sounds good. Alright, next is going to be the guy swinging at Tony. He is going to use six dice out of his ten. Okay. Tony does not use any in defense. He's all in on that attack. Um... He got a pair of ones, so that's going to hit for another three. Let's see. Who is next? I think probably the goons are next, because they have six dice in their pool. Uh, well, the one coming at Tajmil does. So, yeah, so I was going to push against him when he swung and have him strike himself square in the nose. Oh, yeah, how would that work? We're going to say that, like, it's an active defense die, and if you succeed with, an, with enough that you're going to... Do some damage to him. He doesn't know what you're doing, so we're going to say he uses four of his dice. 
All right, he got a pair of twos and a nudge. So roll all five of yours. Okay, I got two fours, two ones, and a five. Okay, so yeah, you you just totally knock him off balance, and he falls backwards. And we'll say that his brass knuckles get ripped from his hand and fly off uh, towards the river. Okay. Next, I think, would be... uh, So it would go to Merida with the higher wits. Okay, quick question. The dice system, is it that every time you declare you get a new dice pool, or is it through the whole battle? Every new round you renew your dice pool. So when you when you declare your action, you build your dice pool, and then you have that for both attack and defense. Okay, well, I'm going to roll all five. Okay. Okay, I got two ones and a six. I'm going to say this is going to be an attack against their willpower. And so they would defend with spirits. But no, they don't get a, they get to pull out of their die. So, um, the one guy has two left. He didn't get anything, so he's going to take a willpower damage. Um, This other guy is going to defend with all four. The guy that swung at Tony. Uh, What what pairs did you get? I got a one pair and a nudge. Okay, so the guy swinging at Tony is unaffected. The archer, um, he's going to take a willpower damage. And then the two goons that are running, point of damage, uh, point of damage. Uh, let's go to t- uh, Tony next. Um, what about the other two goons? What happened with them? Uh, I already rolled for them. They took damage. Oh, okay. They were running towards you. Yeah, I thought I, that's what I was wondering because I remember them coming towards me. Yeah, they, they just won't be able to make it this round. Cool. All right, so I roll three, right? Just two nudges and a one. All right, so yeah, just once again, you're you're swinging at this guy, but he just seems like so super strong that you can't get past any of his defenses. And and while Tony's like swinging and whiffing, he's like four fluffles. <laughs> uh, I think that's everybody because the archer used up all of his dice. Okay, so Tony, you declare first. Uh, you've now got this guy in front of you with two other guys not far behind. Um, one thing I forgot to mention, so for the whole fight, he still has his top hat in one hand, so Fluffles is there on top of his head, and like Fluffles' poop is still like dripping down the back of his head, and he's got his dueling cane in the other hand. So for this round, Tony is going to kind of like turn his back to show the poop, and, and he's, he's going to say, Fluffles is going to poop on all of your faces. And he's going to flare his rioting for disgust. So that's going to be uh, six dice in your pool. This guy is going to try and swing at you again. Um, all three of those guys are. The archer is going to take another swing at Falcone. And the, the one guy is going to just try and punch Tajmil. Again? Well, without the brass knuckles this time. Okay. So what am I going to do in response to it? Not necessarily in response, but now you get to declare what you want to do knowing that information. All right. What I want to do knowing that information, I want to take a handful of shot and I want to throw it all of them at him. Okay. So a steel pushing attack. Uh, Merida, what do you want to do? I'm going to do the same thing. You might want to let your teammates know that the mission's been accomplished since Tony's getting rapidly 
surrounded. Oh, yeah. Well, then I'm just going to scream that I have him and then run off with him. Um, and then Falco. He's going to forgo his dueling cane, and he's going to... How far is the river from where I'm fighting? Like 30 feet. Well, I thought it was closer. I mean, this guy was, like, pacing, like, 30 feet from the river, so he wouldn't be seen, but he could see anybody, like, approaching from the river. And then he ran parallel to the river towards you. So I, I guess he's not going to forgo his dueling cane. Uh, he's just going to beat the crap out of this archer, bro. Um, so same order as last time, I think. So I'm going to use five of my dice for the attack. Uh, that's two fives. Peril fives. He could not match that, so you're going to do another three damage to him. How's he looking? Uh, he looks beat to hell. Falcom's trying to incapacitate him and just, like, he's not trying to kill him or anything. He's just trying to make it so that this guy's out of the fight. Yeah. The guy swinging at Tony's going to go next, and he is going to go all out with this attack, seeing at how, uh, how well it's gone. Do you want to defend with any of your uh, six dice? Tony is all in on his rioting. Okay, so he is going to do four damage to you this time. Do you have that much health, John? Tony has one health left. And then we will go to the goons next. So one of them's going to swing at you, Tony. Well, they both are. But the first one is going to miss. Did you want to defend? Same deal. He's all in. He's in distraction mode. And the second one missed as well. So you got very lucky there. Yeah, plot armor. This guy is now going to take a swing at Tajmil with no weapon. Tajmil, are you defending? Yes. Uh, how many dice are you using? Uh, how many can I use? You've got five total for both your attack and your defense. You've got to roll at least two. I will use... Uh, nah, I'll take it on the can. Um, yeah, he got a pair of threes, so he is going to do one damage to you. Um, that will bring us to Tajmil's turn. Alright, now I was going to take a handful of shot and just charge it and throw it all at him. So all five? Yep. Or can I use... Okay, yeah. Alright. Oh boy. I got three fives and a six, and then a two. Okay, so do you want to spend that to the nudge to do an extra damage? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so he is going to take another three damage. Merida, your action doesn't really need any uh, response for you, so you're kind of running out of range, which brings us to Tony. Can she be heading back towards the boat? Yeah, that's what I was doing. Okay. And I yelled that I got him to you guys. So how does the turn order work? Is it based on the number of dice, or is it just wits? Like with the Wits decides who declares first, and then how many dice are left in your pool decides whose acts first. Oh, so you should have gone at uh, six after the goons before Tosmia went. I'm sorry. No worries. All right, so can this be considered as a willpower attack? Yeah, definitely. Cool. All right, I'm going to roll them and hope I don't whiff again. All right, so I have three fives. All right, yeah, you're going to do some willpower damage to them. All right, uh, let's go top of the turn order again. So 
Tony... Uh, did the archer ever attack me? No, he used all of his dice. Oh, he used all those to defend? Yep. First against oh, you, and cool. then against uh, Merida. Or, I mean, against Tony. Okay, cool. So, Tony declares first, right? I'm, I'm torn, because I, I'm not sure whether Tony would be fearing for his life, being on, like, his last leg, or whether he would still be all in on his distraction. And I think Tony will be all in on his distraction. So I don't know. He's gonna Self-preservation's a big thing if, like, he's literally bleeding out to the point of unconsciousness or something. Like Tony is all in. So same thing as last time. He's going to flare his rioting again to make him feel disgusted, and he's going to fling some of the poop in the guy's eye who's, like, attacking him. Um, we'll say that's, uh, another flare. So, six dice for you. I'm gonna say that the guy back at the fire, uh, having been hit by Tajmil, now sees that the, uh, metallurgist is gone, and so he's gonna yell a cry that, you know, they've got him! After, especially after hearing Merida, and so he's gonna run in the direction he heard her scream from, as well as the two other goons. Uh, we'll say all three of them. No, no, we'll leave the one of the goons there, and then the, the nervous-looking guy, and the other guy's going to run towards where Merida was. And the archer is just going to turn tail and run. So none of them are really taking any active actions, except for the guy who's going to take a swing at Tony um, with his uh, ten-dice pool. And let's go to Tajmil's action. Oh, and uh, John, you got a serious burden from last round. So what do I do for my turn? What's going on? Most of everybody's running after where Merida ran to. I'm in a coin shot back to the boat. So, a burden is a trait assigned to one character by another, representing significant physical, social, or mental injury. They only add dice to applicable roles commonly to enemies, but characters can sometimes take care take advantage of them as well. So, the serious will add one die to them, so we'll say that he, like, hit you in the shin, and now you've got a limp. Merida, what action are you taking? Uh, I was just gonna, I was probably just gonna run a good distance away and then kind of like switch directions and go further into the mist so they can't track me. Okay, we'll make that a wits versus wits contest. Shouldn't she have some kind of advantage because she can see them where they can't really see her? I'm gonna go ahead and take one die away from them for being in the mist. How much of the enemy movement does, like, Falcom see? You can't really see anybody except for the archer that's just running as far away from you as he can get. And then you can still, um, you can hear, like, the clash between Tony and the other guys. So I'm, I'm going to run back to the clash with uh, Tony and the other guys. You can make it there in one turn and make, take an action if you want to take a swing at the guy. Okay, I'm just going to try and, like, dueling Kane aside, I'm going to, like, sliding tackle with all of my dice. He is going to go first, because he has ten dice, and he's going to take a swing at Tony. Tony, do you want to defend? Nope. Alright, yeah, he's going to do two damage to you. So you are incapacitated. Um, this character's left unconscious, dying, or dead, so you're unconscious. Um, an unconscious character wakes at a dramatically appropriate moment chosen by the narrator. 
But yeah, you are unconscious until further notice. Cool. That brings us to Falco. Nine dice coming at you. Uh, he rolled nothing. That was really crappy for... I got a pair of threes and a nudge. So he's going to take two damage. And he's going to also lose two dice next round for being tackled to the ground. That's what I was going to ask about. Because like, he's trying to just get him off Tony at this point. Uh, that's all I got. Uh, we will go to... Um, Tajmil doesn't really need to do anything. Let's do this wits contest. So Kelly, roll four wits. I got two fives. Yeah, you beat all of them. So they just have no idea where you are. They're just searching and searching and they can't find you. Nice. Uh, I think that goes to everybody. So we'll go back to the top of the round. Tony's unconscious. So the three guys are going to keep searching. And this guy is going to try and smash you over the head with the dueling cane, David. Tajmil, you'll declare next. Where am I? Did I successfully coin shot back to the boat? Well, the boat's far away. So you're, you're pretty much out of the fight and hidden from any view of anybody, but close enough to be able to like respond and do a ranged attack. Okay. And there was somebody going to smash David in the head? Yep. With the dueling cane? Okay, I will uh, target him and uh, hit him full force from the shadows. Okay, so that's going to be five to your dice pool. Uh, Merida, what do you want to do? I'm just going to try my best to stay hidden. Okay, so just keep running towards the boat, I'm guessing? Yeah. Cool. We'll say that since you, uh, if you can avoid this time, you'll be completely out of trouble with the Metallurgist. Nice. And then Falcom? Uh, He's going to... Stand over Tony's body and beat this dude to a sliver. All right, so this guy's going to go first, um, trying to attack uh, Falco. He's defending with three. He's going to attack with six. Okay. And that's a pair of fives and a nudge. I got a pair of ones and a nudge. Okay, so you're going to take four damage. Okay, I'm fine with that. That is a serious burden for you as well. And so we're going to say that you have, you've got a black eye, since he was, like, smacking you over the head as you climbed to your feet. Is that a serious burden, or? Well, yeah, it's a burden because it's something people can take advantage of in certain situations. Okay. And so, like, in a social situation, somebody could take advantage of that. Oh, trust me, I plan on, as soon as this is over. Falcom, that'll be your uh, turn next. So, he's going to take a dueling... Kane hit to the eye, and he's going to immediately give back with twice as much as he got, I'm hoping. Yeah, two fives. Okay, yeah, so you're going to do three damage to this guy. He is going to take a serious burden at that. I get to decide that, don't I? Yeah, go right ahead. I'm going to break his leg. All right, so... Can I do that? uh, I think that would be more of like a grave injury. So, like, we'll just say that you've uh, sprained his leg. Not not a break. A hairline fracture, let's say. Sure, that works. Let's meet let's meet in the middle. Yeah, so you, you can get one extra die by targeting that weakness. Okay. Uh after that, let's go to uh Tajmil. Okay. And then I'm assuming you're using all five? Yep. He's gonna roll his last two to defend against 
Taj Meal, and he has nothing. <clears throat> I had uh, three fives and two sixes. Okay, so you're going to do four damage if you want to apply both of them. And he is going to take a grave injury at that. Couldn't uh, Tajmil, like, aim for the leg, too, with that? Yeah, yeah, and get an extra die. Yeah, because you just saw him literally, like, just get whacked on the leg. That's if you if you want to target his leg. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, I, I did, and it was a three. Okay, so yeah, you, you do a grave burden on him. So you can decide to give him, like, broken bones or internal damage or... Uh, Something like that. Can I hit him in a way that gives him foamy, painful diarrhea on the spot? Uh, no, it's more of a lasting injury. So you can say that, like, you perforate his bowel. Yeah, I, I can I eviscerate him with one of my coins? He's not eviscerated, but his bowel is perforated. It can't be hanging out, though? You, Just you puncture out? into it with the coin and then, like, manage to hit the bowel. Okay. Alright, I'll take it. Alright. Alright, let's do another wits contest with Merida. Okay. Well, I got two sixes. No. Okay, so one of them found your trail and is coming after you, but you still have a head start. So, once again, if you can evade him next turn, because the other two are just lost, then you'll be able to get away clean. And I think that's everybody. We'll go back up to the top of the group. Tony is still unconscious. The one guy is going to keep searching for Merida. And this guy is going to do his best to hold off Tajmil and attack him. Or not Tajmil, Falcombe with his dueling cane. So he's going to attack me? or yeah. Okay. The same guy that has his bowel perforated. Yep. Oh, okay. Tajmil, you get to declare next. Okay, what I'm going to do is shoot up into the air and see if I can't see in the field where these people are or where uh, Meredith's headed and just make out of there, knowing that Lord Falcone is more than able to overpower and defeat this adversary. Okay. So, But the mists, though. What? I don't think there's going above the mists. No, but he'll be able to get away clean without having to worry about any contests. Oh, okay, you're just trying to get away, not track them? No, yeah, just get out of there. But not, but not at the same time, not get found by the ones that are in the mess. And he should be able to see two of them perfectly clear, because they still have their brass knuckles on them. Yeah, that's true. So if he's burning at all, he should be able to see everybody who has any metal. Good call, good call. Yeah. Actually, you can see all three of them, because they also carry lockpicks. Oh, okay. Alright, yeah. So then just, like, circumnavigate them. So yeah, you, you can get away clean, no problem. Uh, Merida, you're doing the wits contest, I'm guessing? Yep. And then, Falcom. Falcom is going to put this man under. Alright, <laughs> and taking advantage of your extra three die, I'm assuming. Yeah, well, extra three. Because uh, plus three? two for his perforated bowel and plus one for his hairline fracture. And also my plus one for close quarters combat. Yeah, so you're you're at ten as well. So that that would actually put me at eleven. But ten is the max die pool you can have. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah, and since you have a higher wits than him, you're going to go first. Okay, well, I'll just... I, I, I don't really care. I'm going to roll with seven dice to attack. Is it my go first? 
Yep, because you have more uh, wits than him. He's going to aim straight at the leg and, like, actually more, like, between the upper thigh and, like, his hip bone, and he's just going to try and gut punch this dude with a cane. That's uh, nothing but two nudges. Wow. On seven dice. Yeah, and he is going to defend with six of them. And he got a pair of fives and a nudge. Okay. But that drops him down to Merida's level. So, Merida, your wits contest will go next. And you just have to get a success. Which I do. And a nudge. You are free and clear. Nice. That will bring us back around to the top, I think. Since those three guys are just lost in looking. So, uh, Falcom, I assume... Oh, no, he gets to attack back with four. Man, this dude has some dice, eh? He ha- he is a pewter arm. Okay, cool. 1v1 me, bro. 1v1 me. So, you're going to take Hold on. three damage. I, I, got, I got three okay. dice to roll, bro. Sorry. I got a pair of threes. Yeah, you're going to take three damage. And we're going to say that uh, you've got some bruising on your thigh. He put some love on your handles. And back up to the top of the order. And it's just you and him now. So I'm guessing this is just a slog fest. I, I guess at this point. I, do I act first? Or yep. do I declare first? Because you have higher and wits, I, and you're going to get a dice pool of ten as well. Yeah, just once again, I'm trying to knock this dude out of the park. I'm going to roll with uh, six to attack. He got a pair of fours for his defense. I got a pair of twos and two nudges. Okay, yeah, so that's not good enough. He's going to attack you back, and he got nothing. So let's do this again. Then I, I'm just going to go whole hog, eight dice. He got another pair of fours. Well, I got a pair of uh, three fours and two sixes. Okay, so yeah, that's uh, definitely enough, and you are going to knock him unconscious. Okay. Well, actually, you get to decide. Is he unconscious, dying, or dead? I I think, like, Lord Falcone's going to, like, he's hitting the same spot over and over again on his leg, and he's just going to completely shatter it till the guy is essentially just laying on the ground in shock. He's not going to kill him, but the guy's beat to crap. Would it... Do I still have an action after that that I could do? Because I'm going to just pick up Tony and book it towards the boat. No, I think at this point, like, the other three guys are just lost out in the mist, like, searching. And so you just, you're free to pick up Tony and carry him away. Okay. And then, Tony, you also needed to get another uh, burden for going unconscious. So we're going to say that one is uh, concussion. Okay. Is there, is there like, uh, anything I could do medically for Tony? Like, looking at him? Like... I do have uh, he battlefield doesn't need it. He's experience. just unconscious. Well, I, I know, but I'm just wondering if there's any like first aid stability things I could do for him. Um, narratively speaking, like you could like maybe wrap wrap up his bruising on his uh like his limp his swelling ankle. Yeah, I don't think I would worry about bruising or anything. I w- I would probably just be looking for like obvious like bleeding wounds like yeah, it wasn't. He was just using the dueling cane. So, okay. So I just I'd pick him up and book it. Thank you all for listening. That's where we're going to stop for the night. 
Uh, before we get going, let's give out some advancements. Tony is going to get four advancements for being the absolute best distraction he could have been and sticking it out to the very end against a pewter arm. Yeah. We're going to give Merida two advancements for, or let's give her three for getting in, getting the objective, and getting out clean. Tajmil, you're going to get two objectives for providing enough cover for Merida to do her thing and for giving some last-minute help to Tony. And then Lord Falcombe, you're going to get four advancements for taking out two of the goons by yourself. Well, not by yourself, because Tony was a huge part of that second one, even though he didn't do any damage, but... Yeah. Great job to all. Can I get one more for for coming up with the plan? Lord Falcon sure. did do yeah. the leading. Yeah, go ahead and get one more. All right. Thank and you. Job well done to everybody. So I hope all of our listeners will tune in for our next episode as they race back to the boat and recover uh recover from this first major battle against a pewter arm and four goons. Thank you all for listening. I hope you join us next time. Thank you. Bye. Adios. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Have a good time. Mistborn and all related properties are owned by Brandon Sanderson and Dragonsteel Entertainment. The Mistborn Adventure Game is a product of Crafty Games. Special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo and to Boardroom Design for putting the logo together for us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at LLOS Podcast. Or give us an email at lostlegendsofscadriel at gmail.com. We hope that you'll like and share and give us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.